Welcome to Curating the Curious, the podcast that celebrates staying curious in life and never settling into a box. Hosted by former elementary teacher, television actress, LA realtor, wine slinger, salesperson, waitress, family photographer, and forever student of life, me, Leanna Azzalini. Today's episode with Stormy Solis is a milestone for me in so many ways. Not only is this my year mark, my one year mark of doing this podcast, but I feel like I reached an entirely new level when I was finished with this with Stormy. And it was a gift that she gave to me that she's given to us. She completely opened her heart and told her story and shared it with everyone. And it's something that I think is going to move a lot of people, inspire and give hope to a lot of people out there. I mean, we say if we only move one person, that's enough. I know this episode is going to move a lot more than one person because she gave it everything. When I first set out to start this podcast a year ago, when I first set out to do this, I had these goals, these dreams, these visions of what I wanted to deliver to people and how I wanted my guests to move them and just everything that I wanted to accomplish. And I would say that this episode with Stormy is the best description of the entire dream that I've had. This episode is everything I dreamed of. And I'm going to tell you it is for anyone who's ever had a big dream but isn't sure if it's possible. Maybe you didn't have the right guidance growing up. Maybe you didn't have someone telling you that you were capable. Maybe you're just doubting yourself right now. Who knows? This episode is the most inspiring thing I've heard in a very, very long time. I got so taken away by it all that I even forgot to ask my my questions at the beginning, but I did ask them at the end. So you can hear it's not going to be in the regular format, but it doesn't matter. We get all of the magic. It just kind of comes in a, a different order than normal. But the main crux of this whole interview is it's about designing a life, creating the life that you want and knowing that you have the ability to create your own life. It doesn't just happen to you. And whatever circumstances you are given in this life, you can change it. You do have the power. And I don't think anything illustrates it more than Stormy's words today. I am so proud of this episode. I am so thankful that she opened her heart to us. And I cannot wait for you to hear it. And that is it. I don't know what else I can say. Just get ready. Get ready to be inspired. Get ready to open your heart to someone who has laid it all out there for us only because she wants you to grow and she wants you to win. I could talk all day about how inspiring this entire week has been for me, talking to her beforehand, doing the interview and everything after. But instead of going on and on and gushing about it, I'm just going to let you hear this episode finally. So without any further ado, here is the amazing and wonderful and inspiring Stormy Solis. When you wrote me this letter, I felt like this is going to be something real and she trusts me enough to open up and we're going to go somewhere with this because I feel that I have this big intention of where I want this podcast to go and some people meet me there and some people just might not be ready or might not trust me but your letter just when I was done crying I'm like okay this is stuff that is going to move people. And it's the whole reason why I'm doing this. So I don't know. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for, you know, just providing the space to do it. Because, you know, in the past, when people have asked me, well, I want to interview or let's talk about X, Y, and Z, it's, 
it's it's lovely, but it's usually, well, how'd you get your name and all those fun things. And mm-hmm. <laughs> and those yeah. are great. But what I really crave in life, whether it's with my client, whether it's with my closest friends, it's like, I want to have those real conversations, the meaningful ones that, you know, yeah. speak to truth, to speak to growth. And, um, you know, Me just too. this experience of being a human on this planet and trying to do the best we can. And so, you know, as you know, part of my first question to you is, well, why do you want me on this? Yes, <laughs> you know? which I can't believe you didn't <laughs> you would wonder. But. Um, you know, because well, I'm not, I don't really consider myself an artist, I guess I should say, um, and the most <sighs> creative person. I think there's a lot of like, it's crazy. There's like a lot of like hangups I have about, well, this artist creature is this mythical unicorn that, <laughs> you know, I am not. I am just doing my best, trying to get better, trying to, you know, get the truth out of my work, um, stuff like that. And so it was really your response was so insightful. And, and it just spoke to me that you were paying attention because you don't really know me. And you're, you know, you said, well, I feel like you've created this own path for yourself. And, and I, you know, I guess I just, it's, it's hard to look at yourself from someone else's viewpoint. And it gave me a great opportunity to really sit with that and think about it and, and go, well, okay, well, that's interesting. And I guess it's true. I really have, you know, blazed this path that no one had shown me and, Mm-hmm. But it wasn't something I was necessarily, um, I'm going to create this beautiful life and go get it for myself. It was more like, no, I, you know, I come from a, a lot of baggage, a lot of, um, a lot of just trying to survive. And, um, that is, if anything, created the path and made me take my biggest leaps in life. And, you know, I wanted to share that. I I wanted to be honest about it because, you know, I think a a big part of who I am has just been always a little bit scared to own up to that. You feel like you have this this, um, disability that you carry with you through life where it's like, I don't want people to really see, Mm. you know, what I've had to overcome to get to where I'm at. But it's also, as, you know, I've kind of made my way through life, realize well, I've, I've sort of grown through that now. And like, I would love to share that with someone else that maybe is struggling with that same, like things that I was ashamed of or things that I just really had a hard time growing through to create this life, which I consider just such a blessing and, and pretty beautiful. And the things I hold most dear I have now, like I have a beautiful family. Right. And like, I was not raised that way. I was not given that. There was no example of it. Like I, I didn't know how to create it. It wasn't around me. It's just something I really wanted. And even just like the dreamer part of me having this dream of a life full of beauty, (laughs) just happiness (laughs) and beauty. Yeah. You know, when you come from a place of uh, pretty extreme poverty and, you know, emotional and verbal abuse and neglect and no example, as I mentioned, it's really hard to see any kind of future for yourself like that. And so... I'm getting very lengthy with this. Sorry about that. No, I, no, please. Hopefully not too vague either, but, you know, making, you know, I consider making this path when you reached out. Well, I guess that was my, my creative way of building this life and what I've had to put out in the universe. (laughs) And I told you there's that quote, you know, when the change happens, when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. And, uh, and that's really run everything for me. I've just Mm -hmm. gotten to a point where these huge, you know, forks in the road have been overcome by I have to, or I'm going to (laughs) drown. Like I'm either going to choose living or I'm going to choose dying. So, and not to be exaggerating, but it has felt like that at times. So Right. And when you wrote, okay, so I want to catch everybody up because we kind of, (laughs) we kind of talked about it in the beginning, but I haven't explained. So I sent you a message asking you to be on the podcast. And then you sent me a message last week saying, why, why have you chosen me? You know, I feel honored and whatever, but I want to know why, like you didn't understand. And then I explained to you that I've been watching you for years. Well, I don't, I don't even know if I told you this, so I'm going to tell you now. You're someone that I still remember the first time I saw your work. I think it was like 2015-ish, maybe. I think that's what it is. And I was blown away. I was like, okay, what is this? 
the mood, the emotion, the uh, something I had never seen. And so I took notice of you and I'm an observer. And so through the years, I've been watching you and I've seen you start out with amazing work. That's great. But then I've also watched this evolution. I've watched you take your career of being a family photographer and turn it into like a dream, Mm -hmm. a dream life for, I would say most photographers that are in our Mm -hmm. type of business dream of this. Yeah. So I've watched you just continuously pivoting, reinventing and expanding yourself and finally just reaching that point where you're being paid to travel and teach all over the world while creating like these, these epic shoots, just the dream. And from the outside looking in, it appears just totally glamorous, but from the things I've, I've heard from you, I've read from you, I've seen, I, I knew there was more going on deeper. I knew there was something pushing you, but I didn't know exactly what your story was. So it's why I contacted you to be on this podcast. But I was like, gosh, I don't even know how to get there with her. I don't know what she's okay with me asking. We don't know each other that well. We've hung out a little in person, but that's it. Like, I don't know. And then a few days ago, you gave me this gift and you wrote me a letter from your heart about your story that you just told us right now, the beginning of your story. And then everything I had been feeling about this dream life that I've watched you create over the years just made sense. Mm. And okay, so that's the backstory for everybody. (laughs) And then in that letter that had me weeping, you described your process, uh, this process of your life, how you've designed your life, not your career, but your life. And you described it by highlighting the three defining leaps that you've taken so far. Mm -hmm. So you just gave us a little bit of background on where you've come from and the struggles that you've been through and how you've had to create this from your own mind. No one, no one told you this was possible. So can you tell us a little bit more about that first leap when you first just took yourself with your $3,000 to Hawaii? (laughs) (laughs) You know, in hindsight, I look back on that and I was like, what was I thinking? I mean, going to Hawaii with $3,000 to my name, a duffel bag full of clothes and my skateboard. And that was it. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. I don't think, I don't know if I'd have the courage to do that now, but. um... (laughs) Yes, you would. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of just briefly touched on it and I don't want to tell everyone my life story per se, but, um, but those leaps are huge and they, they've been so defining for me. And, um, and that leap in particular was I was finishing my BFA in graphic design in Oregon. I'm from the Southern Oregon coast of really small town. Um, almost all my family still lives there. <laughs> and everyone I graduated with was heading up to Portland to get graphic design jobs. And um, and I just, I had gone to University of Hawaii at Manoa on exchange my junior year for semester. And that was incredible. Um, wow. It was really life-changing because I got there and I just was remember thinking, I was thinking about it this morning before I hopped on this with call with you, is... Uh, this is what it feels like to be alive. Like, Mm. you know, like, and I still feel that way about that place, but that for sure (laughs) was such a strong feeling, not just because it's a beautiful Island and all these things. It's just the people, the food, the everything is just, it's a life bigger than I had ever seen before. And, and it made me feel, it's so weird. It made me feel loved and at home and just like that warmth and sunshine all the time just mm. gave me space to grow and heal, if you will. So yeah, when I was graduating, I was sort of in a funk. I mean, Oregon's known for its gray, gloomy weather. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful state. Yeah. One of my best friends at the time was like, you should go back. Like you, you never stopped talking about it. You loved it so much. And I was like, you're right. I'm going to do it. And, you know, there was really nothing tying me to Oregon anyway. And 
I sort of had a pretty volatile relationship with my family, unfortunately. So I was sort of estranged. And it was, it was literally that leap of like, I'm going to choose living. Like there is a beautiful place in the world and people live there. (laughs) Like that is, that is possible. That is their life. I did the thing that I didn't think I could do is I got my degree somehow, you know, like got myself through school and was like, I'm, I want to do something beautiful and I don't know what that means, but I'm going to start there. And so, yeah, I hopped on a plane with very little things and, um, and got myself there. And, you know, I had a series of fortunate events, but also some, some things go very bad, which was like, I think I, I luckily got a job at a firm kind of right away. And, um, six weeks later, 9-11 happened and yeah, it was like, wow. Yeah. So Waikiki became a ghost town and everybody was out of work. Like my firm was doing a lot of work for the tourism industry and, you know, there was no money coming in. So of course I was laid off, which, you know, I, at that point I'm like, oh boy, I was sleeping on my, an auntie that I didn't know very well, her couch in her office. She was great. She was going (laughs) through a divorce and gracious enough to be like, I like cold called her and was like, Hey, (laughs) can I, can I stay with you till I get on my feet? And she didn't know me and she let me. And, um, and so when I got laid off, well, then I was running out of money and she was kind of going through the divorce, losing her house. So I knew my housing situation was also coming to an end. And I got down to like my last $30. And, and I, you know, I, I remember, I'll never forget being on the beach and going, well, can I, can I live under that how tree? Can I live on this beach? You know, cause I didn't, mm-hmm. there was nothing to go back to. Right. And I was like, if I go home, I'm going to end up pumping gas at a gas station in my small, you know, hometown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, anyway, that same, like within days, I got a job at Costco and I worked in the food court and, you know, I was able to kind of get enough money s- started and a friend in the food court had a sister renting a room and I crashed there and I basically just clawed my way out of that situation over a year. I didn't have a car, you know, and, and stayed like you wow. have to really want it to stay in Hawaii. It's, yeah. it's not cheap. And if you go there with no money and no, no, nothing, <laughs> it's even right. harder. Um, but anyway, and it was sort of just that, that leap towards something beautiful, just knowing that it could be beautiful. And what, that's what kept me there. Even when I was down to nothing, I was like, but this place is so special and makes me feel like, you know, the possibilities are endless. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was humiliating. I was wearing a hairnet. I'd graduated from college, (laughs) like top of, you know, very good grades with a full scholarship. And I'm like pulling trash and my old design clients are walking by and I was just like, oh, Oh, it was humbling. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. When I read this chapter in your life, I was just, I I love that people are getting to hear this because we all see you now, this successful person who's built this empire that, you know, everybody wants to emulate. And then very few of us ever stop and think, what did it take for this person to get here? And I just, I think it's just beautiful story. But they put, go on. I didn't mean to oh, interrupt okay. you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's the truth. And I want them to know that as well, because I think sometimes it looks easy from the outside. And it's like, well, no, I I was working three jobs with no car and <laughs> pulling trash. Right. But, you know, the cool thing <laughs> is by sticking that out, eventually I met my husband. Mm. He was getting his master's in literature and working at Costco as well in the photo oh. department. And so it's interesting how you can look back on your life and see all these interconnections and the timing and how it all was like, (laughs) like almost meant to happen, like in, Mm -hmm. in the way it happened. And, um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I, uh, I met him through Costco kind of and had my daughters in Hawaii and just, you know, I thought what a beautiful place to have children, (laughs) just, you know, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's part of my dream. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know when we can do it, but it's yeah. part of my dream, actually. So it's interesting listening to you describe it in this way, because I'm like, yes, I feel this. <laughs> yeah. I, feel I The community there, especially, it's just such a special place. And that's the part I miss most is that like, if people take you in like family and being from, mm-hmm. you know, sort of kind of a lack of feeling that it was, 
And it still is so special. But yeah, that was sort of my first terrifying leap. And it was an act of desperation. It was an act of wanting something beautiful and just going for it because there was nothing to lose. And when I was telling you like, well, gosh, you know, there's like been a few of those and they're all kind of root back to that, that Mm -hmm. common thread, um, which is interesting. Once you really put the time to think about it and share it with someone, you're like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And then your next defining leap. Yeah. Let's tell about that. Sure. So I was at that same, that same design firm hired me back once the economy kind of came back. I was sort of piecing it together with, you know, Costco and then freelancing. And eventually they took me back on. Mm-hmm. I was there 11 years and they were just wonderful. By the time at the end of that period, I had a two and a half year old daughter and, and it was just, it was sort of like really heartbreaking because I knew she needed me home at that point. She wouldn't want me sharing what was going on. So I'm not going to share what was going on, but mm-hmm. it was just obvious I needed to be home. But I was like, how am I going to do this? I've already exhausted all of my vacation time for sick days. My sick days are gone. And now I'm effectively paying to take off time to take care of her. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And Hawaii is expensive. And, you know, we were we were coming up short every month. And it was like, well, you know, I this is something I need to do. And and honestly, I, I always wanted to be just an amazing mother, have an amazing family, just wanted and I still want more than anything is just my girls to know that they are loved no matter what, and have that confidence, that unfaltering confidence when they go into the world that that's always there. It's never a question. And anyway, it was, it became my next leap was I had to leave the one thing I was able to acquire for myself, which was a job to pay my bills. (laughs) And the thing, you know, at that point in my life, I, you know, I'd really worked so hard just to find a way to get to college, to get a scholarship, to get through that, get to Hawaii. And, you know, the narrative in my mind and then was like, you just put your head down you get that nine to five job, you get through college, you get that salary and that's it. And then life's fine. You know, life's going to be fine. (laughs) And I, and I was thinking, well, but it's not, and it has, there there has to be something more. There has to be a better way. I remember when I was, I had to give my notice, which was hard because again, I just really love these two women that were my bosses and treated me like family. And, but I, you know, I wanted to be home and I told them, well, I was shooting on the side. I'm, of my design job doing photography on the side on weekends kind of thing. And I said, I have a feeling that I can do this, that I can freelance design and make enough money with family photography to make this work so that I can just be home and get by. Like, I don't have any bigger goals than that. Like, that's right. just what I want. Yeah. But at that time, people were like, you can't make a living off family photography. Are you crazy? The only way to do that is wedding photography. And to me, that didn't really work for me because it would mean – I was gone all day and I was like, yeah. well, you know, but I had this whisper and it was just saying, you can do this, you'll figure it out. And so I gave my notice and um, it was the beginning of everything changing for me. Like since from then to now, it's, I've come to the realization that really the possibilities are endless when you finally realize you're the person that determines your worth and yeah. how you want to you know, build a career or navigate life or prioritize your time is really, it's up to you. Mm -hmm. And I was giving away that control and um, afraid, I guess, to take it for mine. Man, ever since I've done that, I've been able to prioritize the things that matter to me, which is my family and, and just being being able to be in my life and not just stuck in an office. Right. So so yeah, but it, but it felt huge at the time. Everyone was like, are you crazy? Yeah. Like that's not what you do. And I think nowadays it's a little more common probably, but back, um, but back then it wasn't back then it wasn't. And it was like the opposite of what you were supposed to do. And, and yeah. And I mean, had I not done that, my life would look completely different. My, my thoughts on it, you know, jumping on opportunities would be totally different. <laughs> so, right. yeah. Yeah. I think, well, you know, it's interesting because I really believe, and I don't know if you're even going to accept this, but I I have seen your work and I've seen your path and I've seen like the wake that you leave behind when you're doing this stuff. And you're 
you have kind of shown so many people what is possible. And that's why we keep seeing kind of, and I don't want to say people are copying what you're doing, but I believe that your work has shaped most of what we see today in family photography. I've just kind of like seen the transformation. I mean, maybe because also you have thousands and thousands of students, <laughs> but I feel like you have opened the doors in a lot of people's minds, but they weren't really able to see that for themselves showing them, yes, you can create a career out of this. Yes, you can have workshops all over the world and have people paying you to go and fly here and do this. Um, I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but I just feel like you were kind of like the pioneer of a lot of what we're seeing today. So wow, I don't know. It takes a lot a lot of belief in yourself and insight to be able to do that without seeing it first, which you did. And now you're opening the door for so many other people. Wow. Thank you. That's, I mean, that literally, I was having chicken skin while you were saying that. <laughs> because, I didn't know if I was saying it right, but. <laughs> because I mean, honestly, once I figured some of this out, I was like, Oh, everyone needs to be doing this for themselves, you know? Right, right. And, um, and I don't even know if it was confidence. I think if anything, it was more like, let me, you know, let's like my thoughts on an artist being this mythical unicorn, you know, to me, that always felt like too high of a bar to achieve. So instead, with teaching, you know, I always want to be like, well, here's how you actually do it with like, the steps. They're not that hard. You can do this. Like, right. <laughs> this is, like I, I did it. <laughs> like, so, uh. um, but, but truly, I mean, when I started teaching, I did my first workshop um, because so many people had asked me to do it. And I never really wanted to do it because I was painfully shy and introvert mm. and have struggled with, you know, pretty debilitating self-esteem most of my life. Mm. And so I was like, this is not something I want to do, but I'm only going to do it because I'm moving from Hawaii and let's just try it. And the thing that was so wonderful about pushing myself outside of that comfort zone is I fell in love with, you know, actually being able to make a difference for right. the people I was teaching. Like that's, yep. there's no better gift in life, you know, to walk right. away knowing, wow, like I helped them do what they need to do too. And yeah. and which is why I kept continuing. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Um, yes. There's a lot of discomfort that comes with sharing yourself that way, but it it's so worth it when you when you do make a difference. <laughs> so right. thank thank you for seeing that and um I just find that amazing that that you can see that from just a distance. Well, some people really make an impression on me and you have for a while. And then after I was able to meet you, I was like, okay, <laughs> I already told you this. She's the real deal. This I'm, I don't know what it is, but I, I really like to, I like watching people win uh. and I just keep seeing you winning and building and shining. And I'm like, God, what is happening here? <laughs> what is this magic? Oh, so gosh. this yeah. is kind of like my dream episode right now, because oh. everything happened in the way that it needed to for me to actually talk to you about what I really wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. I was also thinking the timing was really interesting that yeah. we, you'd reached out. I feel like it was six months ago. Yeah. And that just now we're having this conversation and how right. the timing's actually rather perfect for, yeah. you know, I don't know, just me the too. Timing. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> and, and, but I'm also, I'm, I've been dealing with something internally mm. with myself of what I'm doing right mm. now. And when I read your letter, I just broke down in tears. Mm. My husband's like, what is going on right now? Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't know. I just feel like she just gave me every answer I've been waiting for. And it just pushed me to a whole new level. So mm. the timing in every single way, like something that I can't even put into words right now, but yeah. yes, six months ago, this, this would not be happening. None yeah. of it. Yeah. So you're right. Well, I just love seeing you do this podcast too and putting yourself out there this way and bringing this beautiful energy and light. And, you know, you, 
with, like I was telling you earlier, but <laughs> like, even though I don't know you well, this kindness and this just, you have this aura for the world and that's such a beautiful gift to bring out. So oh, thank you. Yeah. That, that means a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I need to, yeah. I'm like starting to tear up. So, okay. I got to <laughs> get myself back into shape here. <laughs> oh, I can be ridiculously emotional. Oh, I usually cry. I'm like, anytime I'm talking to someone, it's like, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> that's another reason why I don't do video on these podcasts. <laughs> Um, okay. So I want to get back to your final, your final, not final, your most recent (laughs) leap, because I'm sure you have many more, but, um, so you ended up accomplishing this big thing when you went out on your own after Mm -hmm. your second leap, but you didn't stop there. You decided to take this most recent one, which is, you call it your magnum opus project, which is is all heart access and it is a course, but I mean, after hearing everything that you've said and looking into this, this is not just a course. So please tell us more about this. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it is wild. I'm, I've been really thinking a lot about it lately because it's coming to a close, you know, our finale yeah. season's about to come out and, mm-hmm. you know, oh, <laughs> and when I captioned that the other day, it really did feel like that magnum opus and my biggest life accomplishment, because not only is it sort of my life's work and all these lessons learned that hopefully, you know, I put out into the universe to enable people learning from it to change their lives as well. Like, ultimately, like, I want them creating their own beautiful life, both financially and creatively. And if I can help facilitate that, amazing. So, mm-hmm. And it has done that. And I mean, I, sometimes I just have to pinch myself about that. But on top of that, what's been really such a gift is like these people I've formed relationships with, you know, over the years, being able to call them in to be guest educators, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah. I know, you know, Sophia Costa. Yes, love Sophia. <laughs> love Sophia. There's a million, there's a million so be- many. beautiful souls in there. And it's not just like headliners that with good educators, these are people with incredible hearts. Right. And, and people I know that I could invite to be part of and also hopefully help lift them up and empower them in their own careers as well, because I believe in all of them to ultimate, you know, to seize whatever it is thereafter. Mm-hmm. Like Sophia, I've been telling forever. I'm like, you are too talented. You need to be, ca- <laughs> you know, you need to get out, to get it more out there. Seriously. Such an artist. But it's so funny so because I met her when she first moved to Hawaii and we just took our kids on play dates. And, oh. you know, we're both still fumbling through learning photography and getting better at it too. You know, she's a master artist now yeah. of underwater and Amazing. her drone work. And to have her come in and contribute, it just, that's why I call it my magnum opus is like, it's so full circle. It's like everything that has kind of been part of my life to put into this thing and, and give back to help, you know, push others to, to grow their, their potential as well. So anyway, (laughs) um, but there's a, there's a funny backstory to how it came to be, which was, um, you know, I've been teaching workshops for many years now and in-person mentoring and all that. And I love, love, you know, connecting with people and being in person, but I was definitely out of time. Like there was nothing else going to fit in. And, um, and just working probably a little more than I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, be a little more present at home. So I was on this road trip in Washington and a bunch of different client sessions. Again, like pinch me moments. People are flying (laughs) me here to shoot them. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And um, anyway, one of my workshop attendees from my very first workshop ever in Hawaii that I hosted, she had flown from Japan to go to that workshop and her name's Mindy. Anyway, I invited her to come with me on this this trip. And I was just Mm -hmm. kind of telling her about you know, a little bit about my situation and just going, I don't know what to do next. I'm, I am definitely out of time. I love teaching. I love helping other people. Also, like we moved from Hawaii to Colorado to sort of buy a house. We'd never been able to do it. Somehow we ended up in the middle of the suburbs. (laughs) I still am like, how did I let this happen? What is going on? Um, But my husband 
you know, it was kind of like one of those things. He had gotten a job offer while we were here for a wedding and it just, he said, yes, we moved. And I was not something I was planning on. And so we landed here in the middle of winter and he's like, let's just buy by my family because we don't know where we're at. And then, you know, a couple of years in, I look around and I'm like, this is not where I want to be. <laughs> this this right. is, this is not, you know, going from raising your children on the beach, all free spirited and barefoot and, you know, yeah. grounded, grounded in this amazing community of aunties and uncles to, mm-hmm. you know, my neighbors, everyone has their blinds down. It's hard to get someone to say hi to you. There's shootings, uh, like things I'm just like, oh, oh <laughs> you yeah. know, but it's, it, when you move your business to a new state, it's starting over. Yeah. Anyway, so I was kind of telling her, I just need to get my family out of here. And that combined with the love of teaching. And she's like, you need to take this online. Like you need to do something online. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't ready. Like I, I remember, no, I don't think so. It's just not ready. And that's the funny thing about timing in life, because I waited and then saw her like, I feel like it was maybe nine months later. She helped me at this workshop I was, or conference I was teaching at. And um, she pushed it again. She's like, look, you need to do this. If you don't do it, someone else is going to do it. And you're literally the only, sorry, this sounds so big headed. So I don't mean to sound big headed, no. but these, this is how she said it. She's like, if, the, if there's anyone that's going to do something like this in the world, you're the person to do it. You will, you will make real changes. And, you know, when she said it, she's like, let me write it on a napkin. Let me just show you what it might look like. And we were at a restaurant in San Francisco and I have that napkin framed oh. on my wall now because oh, wow. we both knew in that moment that we were talking about something big and possibly life-changing. And, um, yeah. and I did know it was like that, that book, um, what is the, the magic book? What is well, oh, you know big, magic? big magic? It was a big magic <laughs> moment, yeah. you know, where she talks about sometimes in life, this idea comes and if you don't seize it, it's going to fly on to the next person. Yes. And you just could feel it. Like I knew that if I let it pass again, that that was, I was closing the book on, you know, what potentially could be really life changing. And yep. So I asked her, I said, well, why don't you do this with me? You know, she'd given me this beautiful idea and believed in me. And I was like, you of all people should be rewarded for that. And, you know, like, let's do it together. (laughs) And so we have, and, um, and, you know, I want to be honest, like I, part of that was trying to get, you know, save my family and get us moved out of here. But obviously the other big part has always been like, I genuinely love helping other people and teaching them. And right, the marriage of the two created just, you know, some really big success. You know, it's one thing to have success that's financial, but it's another thing when you know you're making a difference in people's lives. And so that part for me is what was, has been able to just feel good about it and know, like, I can go all in on this. Like, you know, I, it's, and it's unnerving to put yourself out there that way and be like, I'm going to show you everything. And hopefully people (laughs) aren't, you know, criticizing me or saying, what are you doing? Or, you know, but, um, or taking it all and or stealing it all or, you know, and it's like, am I even going to have a job after this? If I teach everyone (sighs) what I'm doing, like, will I be able to get clients? And, um, but you know, the thing that I've really learned in life is when you give big, you get big. And, um, Mm -hmm. I just believe in trying to do your best and not focusing on the negative parts. And there have been, there's been some negative parts, but (laughs) with anything, there always is. Um, but yeah, I mean, it has been my biggest life's accomplishment. And, um, last year the course, um, sold over a million dollars and I was just, I was sort of in shock. I was, um, my goodness, I know. And it's sort of like (laughs) a big part of me, especially coming from this poverty mindset is like terrified to share that. I've never shared that before, you know, like my husband knows and Mindy knows and that's it. (laughs) But also like I share it because I do want people to know that the possibilities are endless. And especially when you 
chase something with your full heart and you put your full heart behind it. Like, I just feel like there's nothing Mm -hmm. but good to come from that. And, um, I was able to buy five acres up in the mountains and I'm trying to get us moved up there. (laughs) So I just cry every time I go up there. I'm like, this has changed my family's life. This is going to change how my children are raised and being able to raise them in an environment that's a bit, you know, more healthy. (laughs) Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. When I read that, I was like, whoa, first, yeah. but then I thought the reason, the main ingredient that I, I believe that separates people from the pack, the thing that, that would cause you to have this immense success with this is your intention. Yeah. And it is so true and it runs so deep and it goes through everything that you do. And that is why you've seen this success. And that is why you've, you're reaping these benefits. It's, it's, you can't, I mean, I guess you can just set out just to make money. Yeah. But, and it, and it can succeed, but not in the way not in the magical way that yours has with changing lives, not only for yourself and your partner, but like everyone that yeah. you're teaching. And I just, I don't know. I guess I really want to highlight that because I really believe that is what never fails. You know, when you bring forth something that comes from your heart and soul and you give it everything you've got, you cannot lose. Yeah. I believe that. I agree. I mean, if it was just financial, it'd be an empty win, but we, we feel really good about what we've done. We know it's, we know it's changed lives and people are able to do the things that once upon a time I was struggling to do too, which is just be home, pay bills, like (laughs) create art that, you know, and that's a whole other facet is just creating art for your clients that, you know, speaks to the beauty of their story, like just all of it. It, I just feel mm-hmm. really good and really blessed. And um, that's the only reason I share that. Otherwise, big part of me wants to cringe saying that out loud. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people more, you know, more deserving people. Um, but mm, that's just, it's been, I don't think it's, so. <laughs> it's been a wild path, but it, it's always been, you know, just following this feeling you know, of I, I want a better life for myself and my family. I want, I want the things I leave behind to help people. I want, you know, I want beauty in this life. I want to live. I want to leave this earth knowing I really tried. I, you know, I hopefully made people feel good and left them for the better, all that stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I wrote down, I wrote down a lot of quotes from your letter, Mm. (laughs) but my very favorite one was this, and I just think it it speaks to just everything about, you know, having the abundant mindset and giving it all you've got. You wrote, it's terrifying sharing everything and worrying if you're also sinking yourself for giving it all away. But if I've learned anything in this life, it's to go all in. The universe gives back when you go big. Yeah. Mic drop. Oh. Boom. <laughs> Boom. But it's true. (laughs) I mean, but that's, you know, not everybody sees that. And the fact that you have seen this is why you're in the place that you're in right now. And you really can give it all away, but there will still be more. There is enough for everyone. Yeah. Instead of being jealous, listening to you talking about, you know, what you've created for yourself, if someone can open their minds to the fact that like, wow, she really got deep with her intention and felt it and knew it and used this to create her treasure in life, you can do it too, Yeah, you know? So I just, I don't know. I, this was one of the most inspiring weeks of my entire life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And I don't even, I'm not even taking clients anymore. Yeah. And I want to buy all heart access before <laughs> it goes away. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm like, wait, I, I need to do this course. Oh, I'm not even shooting clients and oh I need to buy gosh, this. You're so sweet. But I mean, I do. I just want everyone to win. I mean, how amazing, right? I don't oh, know. Yes. 
and I feel the same. And that's why I was just so touched by everything that you said, because I can feel that it's so true. You really mm. do want to see people win. And it is why you're doing this. Yes, you do want to make money. There's nothing wrong with wanting to make money. That all comes from, you know, money mindset and money psychology. Yeah. And I don't know, just beautiful, like... Oh. I'm so inspired. Thank you. I'm so inspired by this story and by what you've done. And I don't even know. I was really nervous to share all that. But I mean, I think it's good to know sort of someone's true background, too. Yeah. You know, it, it is. And I, I think, you know, it's what makes you relatable because right now you wouldn't appear relatable with all of you know, the beauty going on, on, on your page and, and your website and like what you're doing in the world, people are like, Oh, whoa, that's like a pipe dream. You know, mm. I can't, I can't do that. But knowing all of this and the way that you built this in your mind, it's possible. Yeah. You can create your life. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, it took me many years to figure that out. But once mm -hmm. I did, it was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I actually have control over this. So, yeah. um, you know what we, for I forgot at the beginning to ask you my, <laughs> my two questions. So what is the one book that you think everyone should read and why? Well, you know, that's a trick question. <laughs> Because there's like a million good books. I know. And I've heard a it's lot hard. of them mentioned in your podcast. So this is not going to be a surprise to you, but it's it's to someone in the creative field. And that is big magic, of course. Yes. <laughs> because Me too. it has changed my life. And yep. probably had I not read that in that moment with the napkin, I may not have felt the same. But it, oh. it definitely solidified that thought. And it made me okay. leap when I was terrified. So. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad. It, I'm glad you said that then. It doesn't matter how many people have answered that. <laughs> and, and what is your favorite quote? Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you my personal favorite quote right now, just for, you know, if I was ever going to tattoo something on my body, that was a quote, this would be it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's by Victoria Erickson. It's, mm. I am made of words and rivers and winds and wildflowers. I am part grief and part hope and all love. And that's, oh. I just, it, it feels like me, like she just yes. described me, but I love her so much. Yeah. My most, in, um, like quote, all time favorite quote though, that just most inspiring. Um, and again, this is not original cause I've heard someone else references, but just, I would carry this for life. It's been relevant forever. It's, um, F Scott Fitzgerald for what it's worth. Mm. It's never mm -hmm. too late or in my case too early to be whoever you want to be. There's no time limit. Start whenever you want. You can change or stay the same. There are no rules to this thing. We can make the best of it or the worst of it. I hope you make the best of it. I hope you see things that startle you. I hope you feel things you've never felt before. I hope you meet people who have a different point of view. I hope you live a life you're proud of. And if you're not, I hope you have the courage to start over again. Those are such, such good words oh, for life, man. for everything. Yeah. So I think that's the most inspiring quote that I hold dear, though. I saw you posted that last night. Yeah. And I was like, I think she's going to read that. I am. And I, <laughs> Gosh, I, I love that quote. Susie, yeah. my first guest, she read that. And yeah. I cried just the same <clears throat> when she read it. Yeah. Beautiful. And before we go, can you tell us what does living a life of curiosity mean to you, even though this whole episode is about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's such a good question. I was thinking about that. And I think for me, it just means listening to those whispers. What if, you know, like, oh. it's, it's always been come to me that way. What if life can be more beautiful than you can imagine? What if you could live in Hawaii? What if you could, you know, like, what if? Um, but it's a whisper. It's listening to the whispers and following it, not being, if you know, paralyzed in the fear. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. I'm crying. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell you once we um, stop recording why. Okay. Wow. Okay, thank you so much for this, Stormy. Well, thank you. Like This, this gave, was amazing. <laughs> it gave me a lot just to take the time to write down, you know, some of these defining moments in my life and really 
seal it for myself as far as, oh, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. So, like what, what I have felt reading through it, I can't imagine what it was like to live, relive it and write it. And yeah. So thank, thank you. you. Yes. I'm so grateful that you came on and shared your heart with us. Yeah. Thank you, lovely lady. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and wow. Someday I'm really excited to tell you all what I told her that made me cry at the very end um, in her description of what living a life of curiosity means to her. The only reason I can't say it right now is because I have a rule for myself that I'm not, I don't allow myself to say what I'm doing before I've done it. So I had to just tell her secretly. And then once I'm ready to put it out into the world, I'm going to reveal that, that moment. But it was, oh my gosh, just like this line of synchronicity that's been happening in my life over and over in the last, like, I don't know, a month or so, just giving me signs of what I'm supposed to be doing. And I can't even put it into words right now. But when she said the words that she said, it connected completely with what I am doing right now and it was a moment of synchronicity and coincidence whatever you want to call it that was kind of it knocked me off my chair and I started crying immediately so along with the rest of this episode I just I can't even put into words the the things that I've felt since I started talking to Stormy over the past week so that is it I can't wait to tell you all what that was. And aside from that, I've gushed about Stormy enough. And I hope that you feel as inspired by her as I do. If you do, you're gonna get out there and do some big things right now. I have no more words, really. If you got something out of this episode, I would love it if you would share it, share it with your friends, post it in your stories, whatever you like. Tag me, tag Stormy ask us anything that you might want to know whatever it may be sharing in any way is just honestly i'm so thankful for all that you guys do i'm going to place stormy's links in the show notes so that you can find her and find her all heart access page where you can join this is the last season and december is the last chance you can ever have to do this season or any of the others of the year. So if you're thinking about it, now's the time. I personally have watched people before they did it and seen the work that they've done after they've come out. And believe me, if you're looking for any way to elevate your game, this will be it. I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I have enjoyed it. Oh my goodness, have I. And until we meet again, stay curious.